Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Get up, get big, get live. It's Great Central Big Lad on your radio. No, it's a podcast, a football podcast, and then we talk about live chat in the second half. Welcome to Great Touch for a Big Lad. That's some sort of, I would say, rave music. A, 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 a trancy sort of house rave. I never was into this sort of music. Is that deep know. house? Yeah. What's the, what's the, rave scene sort of passed us by, didn't it, lads? <laughs> never really, never really, yeah. Resonated. Yeah, it, really. it went our way, didn't it? Yeah, uh, pass us by. Did it pass us by, or, or did we just never catch up? I don't know. I think it's one of those things. Yeah, one of them certainly. Uh, that is, you know, by Zed's Dead and Oliver Heldens. <laughs> Dutch, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, they love all that, don't they? Yeah, they that do. sort of tattoo. Too anyway. much of it. Too much. We will be asking a question uh, about that. Answering, sorry, a question about that in just a second. But there is loads to talk about. This is Great Touch for a Big Lad. We are on Twitter at GT4ABL. Yeah. If you want to ask us a question on the podcast be that about football or live chat, you will notice in this podcast later on that we will be answering some of the questions that you guys have sent in. Thank you to those who have. If you want to speak to us next week, you can do that via the medium. Imagine getting a shout-out on this show. Privilege you'd feel dumb. Gee whiz. Like Banter Panda, who uh, watched our Periscope, where we create the agenda. A lot of people seem to think is... It takes meticulous effort, but actually we do it in about five minutes. If that. If that, yeah. If that. It's all in the planning. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Watergate or Milkwater. I'm still not sure the name of it is, but the, the Mourinho Guardiola thing. Who's bigger, Chelsea or West Ham? It's a new feature, I'm before <laughs> Abramovich. Abramovich. That's a new feature, isn't it? Uh, I'm going to bigger. talk about my meeting with Rio Ferdinand, and we're going to talk about football's greatest captains. Uh, five live chat. Craig made his debut. He'll be revealing all in a mega exclusive. I'm very worried about this weekend's football. I've also got a football turn on though because I'm seeing the lighter side of life despite being a QPR fan. Got some pet hates and we've got some fans questions as I said. That will be the first half of the podcast. Second half will be live chat which will include my uh, insomnia. You got insomnia? I have. Slang at school, returning to universities, food victories, fuck you franchises it says in the agenda and Dom is now ripped. He's burst now his shirt, isn't he? really is always buying smaller <laughs> shirts. Shirt, yeah. uh, my name tattoo. is James Alcott. I am your host. I'm a Queen's Park Rangers fan, season ticket holder and... I don't know. I'm struggling. 
Normally, at that point, you might think Ferdinand. Met Ray Ferdinand. Yeah, so that's fine. I'll do. And um, his trumpet lip is as impressive in real life. <laughs> does it like what? As as it does. <laughs> do you know what? It's it's. I feel sorry for him because he's a, he's a smart man. He's a good-looking man. He's just let down by that lip because it does make him look a bit stupid. Yeah, I would say it does detract from potential intelligence. Doesn't yeah, it? someone who's you know one of the great great leaders of the last in, uh, of English man. generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Churchill. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> Churchill on the end. Uh, Dom is here. Dom is a Brentford fan, season ticket holder at Brentford Griffin Park, and. And I just realised literally just before, just right. as the uh, podcast started, I've got mud it's like all over the bottom of my trousers yeah. and it's shoes. How did that? Did you go well, off piece? I, I think I stood in the puddle, but I don't, I'm not totally sure. I thought someone was admiring my shoes on the, <laughs> on the train. Um, what kind of face were they doing? It was like, mm. yeah, that's a good point, actually. It was more of a disgust. Uh, the, do you know what's... There's a bit of life chat and a bit of a pet hate in life chat, early doors, um, but... Isn't it so annoying when you go to a urinal and you have a wee and you haven't sprayed all over the place, it's gone mm-hmm. straight in, but the flush on the urinal sprays on you. That's fresh water, but I've it's still on your trousers. I don't think I've had enough experience with a flush on a urinal to have that. They just problem. turn on though, don't they sometimes? Oh, automatically. Yeah, and it's um, just happened. Yeah. Splattering. Really. I hate it when someone else does. Pisses on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Did you hate that? When someone else pisses on you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think mo- I, I think most people don't like it when people yeah. piss on them. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. yeah let's know. Let's know. <laughs> Are you a fan of people piss on you? Craig is also here. Craig Beresford is the face, the heart, the soul and the hair of Bear Pit TV. He's now getting big time after his five live debut, as they say, in America and Australia. Uh, season to Golder at Stoke and um, I forget we do this. You've had a haircut. I've had a haircut. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. you always put pressure on me to get a haircut, and Dom joins you as well. Just, <laughs> but it's good. That I cave in every time. But it was on my agenda to do. That wasn't influence of you guys at all. That was on my Monday to do list. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not weak. To <laughs> <laughs> that was always after. Did you think that when you went? When I did. did you go? I did think. I went to Westfields. It's a. I, th- I don't. I forget his name. It's not like a shop in Westfield. It's a little pop-up stall in the middle. Jerome Times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Always well, gone there. Um, what? You get your hair cut in the middle of that? Yeah. And there's just people walking by. Yeah. It's just like a. What? It's effectively. It's like effectively that, a shop. It's not like you're just a, a chair in the middle of the the walk. Are there walls? Kind of. It's like an office. You know, an office where you have got your little booths. Right. It's kind of like that sort huh? of out. That's odd. But I did think when I got it cut, I bet you Jay and Don think they've won. Because they influenced this cut. We have in the world. And this was always in my diary, regardless well, of your comments. Show us your diary. Yeah. Keep a diary. Metaphorical diary. Right, yes. got you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I find that weird. You know when you see women and they're getting their um, their eyebrows? Yeah. Oh, called? with the, with the yeah. little string. The string. Cheese I'm thinking, wire. Jesus. Yeah, do it, do it at home. Love. Do it in private. <laughs> That's like, what if you, like, you... There's no, every joking. chance you could bump into someone you know. Yeah. Just someone just like, turns up, like, just... Peeps over you as yourself. Mm, but you never recognise someone with their head's upside down, do you? I don't anyway. <laughs> it's a rule. Let us know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, call in. Right, the question, uh, sorry, the song was called You Know. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, it's that kind of time of the year actually, isn't it? Where Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> no, where managers are starting to struggle. So that is my actually quick fire pet, pet hate. I've got one as well, but Craig's got one later in the show. But my pet hate is the December slog. When you get into December, you've got all your injuries, whatever kind of exuberance you had at the start of the season is starting to sort of dissipate, and you all you know is you've just got so many games of football. Yeah. 
in, on the horizon yeah. in very few days. Yeah, and certainly for QPR, the last few years have been kind of around November. It's like, yeah, okay, we're not sure about this manager anymore, and it's all a bit, a little bit depressing. Mm. Um, the question is, when have you known that it's over, or when have you known that it's it's your year? Positive or that negative. specific that's moment where a goal went in, the final whistle went in, you thought, fucking hell, we're actually going to do X, Y, Z. Mm. Or, oh shit, he's got to go. Or, we're going down. Yes. Uh, Inspired by my experience at Wembley on Saturday, we got absolutely battered by Tottenham 5-1. And I, the fifth went in, I went, he's got to go. So as a general starting point for this mm. question, where, where do you normally sit when it comes to managers? Where you sort of... Are you generally quite quick to be critical? Or Not you, at all. No. I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm yeah. ve- I feel I'm very, very level-headed. I'm one of the last to fall. I, feel I, I think family. I'm too level-headed, yeah. Um, is that possible? No, it's not. Can you be it? too level-headed? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> too too um, Let's know. supportive. Too supportive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, even now, after me saying he's got to go, I'm, I'm almost leaning back now thinking, I, feel, I don't like the atmosphere between the fans and the manager being like all this animosity. I don't like it at all. And I'm already leaning back towards, oh, just give him some back and stuff, because he's our manager still. Yeah. Until he officially is booted out of the club, he should have our back in. But yeah, kick him. I'd kick him back into the club, yeah. Would you, yeah. Yeah, but I, I did go, if he went tomorrow, I'd, I'd fine, bring it on. So that was the moment, was it the, which goal? The fifth. It was the fifth one. I said, uh, I kicked the chair, I kicked the Wembley really? seat. What is it with you? I don't know, it's just fucking the closest thing. And I just thought, this is fucking shit. The players aren't trying. They don't care. They're not trying for the manager. There's not a sense of fear within the players. When that fifth one went in, you want to see sort of like frustrated players shouting and ranting at each other. They got nothing. They just ambled back to the halfway line. Kickoff started again. No passion. Mm. And I just knew he has to go. For me, the old cliche. I feel like the dressing room's gone. He's lost it. I, uh, from an objective viewer, but also I guess I've, I've had my time with Mark Hughes as manager yeah. of QPR. Oh, yeah, of he, QPR legend. what I saw in him was that he'd, he'd actually made, he'd learnt, <laughs> what did you say? Did you say QPR legend? <laughs> and Dom did like reverse sarcastic things like, well, he was crappy, you want <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He, yeah, at our place, he brought all these players, like quite a few skillful players, and because he's got good contacts, he's got an agent who is also an agent for a lot of players, so he's able to bring those guys in. He's got links with Barcelona, a lot of other big clubs, Man United, obviously. And he brings in those players, but often they're players who, they're on the way down. They're not, Mm. you're not getting them and they're kind of, they have that optimism and that work rate. Something you see a lot of Brentford, a lot of players that coming from, be it another league and they're excited about being in the championship or from the leagues below and, mm. and, and are moving forward as young players. Hughes doesn't seem to do that. He, to be fair, he did a little bit at Stoke. I, right. I don't necessarily think that narrative works at Stoke. We've got quite a lot of young Muniesa, Bojan and Bula, um, Hostler. I don't know if that was the... Sh- an out Shikiri, of it. Yeah, but Shikiri yeah. was young. Shikiri, was well, you're 25, oh. 24. Okay, maybe. Well maybe, well, maybe I'm wrong with it, but it's established people, I guess. And... What I thought he did differently last year was that he, whereas with QPR, he just stuck with it. With mm. Stoke, he kind of went, right, I can see what's happening from last time. I've brought in these sort of stars yeah. instead of the, the steady Eddie players. I'm not going to make the same mistake this time. I'm going to go back to Glenn Whelan. I'm going to go back to Crouch. I'm going to go back to Walters. Walters. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that was almost, in terms of, that might have kind of made the... It made you safe. 
I feel to like a point, he, he got lucky. Ru- I said before he stumbled across the perfect combo of Pulisism and Hughesism, sure. and it came together perfectly in that second season charge where he had flair, grit, in a lovely little melting pot. Mm. But then he, he's continued to go down the Hughesism path, and he's forgot about the Pulisism. Right. Path when you think melting work. pot, do you think of a pot that's melting? I do. I yeah. think, no, 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 no. I feel like a, I feel like a pot, a, a firm metal pot. And what's in it? Um, it's, is it like a? It's almost like a cauldron, isn't it? Yeah, I see a witch's cauldron, yeah. a black witch's cauldron. It is cauldron. like a cauldron, and it's bubbling. Um, <laughs> sometimes broth. I think of um, tomatoey sort of broth. You know? oh, okay, right. that's um, your melting pot. And then, um, but sometimes it's with cheese. I'm thinking cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know at GT4 ABL when you think of melting pot. What's in the pot, or is the pot itself melting? <laughs> Occasionally, I drift towards that, but more of an abstract view of the melting pot. Mm. But uh, yeah, generally, it's itch cheese. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, when have you known, Dom? Do you mine's, know a, mine's negative as well. Oh, is it? <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Uh, mine was, uh, I see, I think it's 2006 7, Brentford's um, relegation season. And we we're playing some really good stuff at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think we we're top of the league, actually. We won a few games at the beginning of the season. Who's the manager? Lee Rose Senior. And and then we went um, we went downhill. We were losing game Fast. after game after game. We lost four 0 against Crew, um, and then he was sacked. And I still wasn't convinced then. Um, I still thought because we, we were playing good stuff, but it's a bit like the Hughes thing. We, we didn't have any grit. It was yeah. it was nice football, but yeah. And we had a goal scorer in Joker four. Um, but then like I thought I thought oh, we can still do this. We lost the next game I think away at Cheltenham. And then we lost 4-0 at home to Doncaster. <laughs> and then I thought, no, that's it. Yeah. So when you, that's you. it. That's, yeah, pennies dropped. Yeah, <laughs> pennies dropped. And then, and then I think we won one, one or two games more a season and finished uh, 24th. Is uh, that your lowest season as a Brentford fan? Yeah. It, it, was the lowest, it was the lowest points out of anyone who ever, ever, ever got in League One. Seriously? Yeah. How many? Uh, I can't remember now. So really? Yeah. Bloody hell. Did not know that. Absolutely spanked every week. Four it's nil, horrible, isn't it? Nil, it's nil, horrible. Nil, you just kind of whatever. So now you know that when the team takes a lead, you're going to get done three four. It's yeah. Okay, we might get back into you yeah. know first goal goal the old cliche of the war uh, water gates floodgates open. We'll get later. <laughs> <laughs> the floodgates open. You think yeah fuck it we're going to get spanked here. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was at home as well every week. Yeah, yeah. I uh, do you know what I? You've had so many ups and downs with QPR. That, you never truly know. And also, generally, I, I try to be optimistic. And so you try and fight it a little bit. But certainly the second time we went down from the Premier League, well, we lost, I think we lost, it might have been 6 nil to Man City, mm-hmm. away from home, and, and we were just so out of our depth. Just the season after you just stayed up? Uh, no, it's the season yeah. after we went up from the, from the playoffs. I mean, right. Weirdly, I was, I was thinking, of, you know, when you're talking about two negative ones... Um, I was thinking, is there a positive one? But actually, the, the, probably the one time where I was, I was certain we were going to do something, we lost in the playoff final. That's, that's what, an incredible thing about the, the playoffs, I think, is that you can never, you can't go 100% and go, this is the year. Because either side of it, so even if you think it's not your year, you're still in it. Mm. So you can only probably go to about 20%. Yeah. yeah but it, when you really think it is your year, so we... It was the year we, we had a horrible run of about 12 games. We didn't, uh, didn't win a game under Holloway. And Vauxhall Motors went out to yeah. in the FA Cup first round. Google Vauxhall Motors. And uh, I'm sure we were the first A replay as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah, couldn't beat them at their place. Couldn't beat them at our place. And <laughs> they beat some penalties. Good yeah. side there. So incredible. Carpun, yeah. Something? I was waiting for a car pun from you, Dan. Yeah, yeah. I think they were exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Thanks. 
Um, yeah, just a struggle to get us in gear. And they didn't... Uh, yeah, we couldn't win a game. And uh, But then we went on this incredible run. And it had been so bad. I think that was part of it. It had been so bad for QPR for so long that when it kind of started to come together and we had this incredible run that got us into playoffs, finished fourth in, in the end, and then got to... And then beat Oldham, it was like, it's our time. <laughs> but even then, you could kind of... I the remember going, so I was 80, I may be pushing at 85%, certain we're going up. Yeah. That's what semi-final you can't, does to you, doesn't it? But you yeah. can't, the semi-final will yeah. do you. You yeah. feel like you've won something there. When you played Stoke in the final, Go on. did you think, did you feel confident going into the final against Yeah, Stoke? I thought we were the best team in the playoffs. We were shit that season. I had no faith. We'd, but when we made the final, I was convinced we'd win it. Really? Yeah, I thought, absolutely I thought, I thought we'd win it. I thought we'd win it, but we didn't. You're right, so well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there any need to bring that up? I thought it was a good reference point to where we were discussing. Yeah, it. We, we beat you in a pre-season friendly the other week. Yeah, you did actually. Yeah, did actually. Weekend roundup time, and there's only one place to start: Man City versus Man United. Good game. We watched the game as a, as a threesome. Yeah, having yeah. a threesome, weren't we? Yeah, well, yeah. I guess you could say we were having a threesome. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, yeah. we had crisps. You brought them. I ate so them. many crisps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so many crisps. On your rings, Doritos, Cheetos. Yeah, and we didn't need to. How many calories do you think you had? You, when you buy a tinture, you can you can taste the grease ooze out of the, the crisp, can't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, if it's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. On your rings, we, we, let, we let ourselves in a family. We well, got Chinese after that, me and James. <laughs> 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 he, he had a Chinese, had a Chinese <laughs> right? <laughs> this is, I went, don't buy the rice because I've got a rice cooker, I'll make the rice. Yeah, save, save some money. Yeah. So I made some rice and he went, oh, I'll get some chips there. you got to have chips with Chinese. And I thought, I thought, oh, it's a joke. He's been, you know, jokingly northern. Nope. And he ordered chips. That That's is part mental. and parcel of a Chinese for me, is ordering chips as well. That's wrong, Craig, and you must stop it. Tell my taste buds that it was lovely. No, 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 no. You admitted at the time you, you said, said I didn't need those chips. <laughs> you definitely said that. And I will continue to order chips. <laughs> it was the, go to China and order a Chinese and ask for some chips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chips at that time. Tell me what they say. But it yeah. really was a melting pot of different cultures. Mm, it was lovely, yeah. It was. Looking at it, I was like, <laughs> considering, right, uh, obviously, my, my wife is, is uh, Vietnamese, quarter. Chinese, so she knows Cantonese food, and that. it's really like it's really flavoursome, but really fresh. Often, <laughs> she would have she would have kicked you out the house if she saw that. that I think bowl, I did that. rice, no. uh, chicken and black bean sauce, she's a lovely sauce. chips on top. Yeah, yeah. I did a nice little Carb bit of sandwich. Little culture to the dish. <laughs> lovely. Where was the culture? Too much culture. You don't mix countries. Part. You don't miss countries. I did. It was lovely. Don't regret it at all. I did at the time. I don't now. Really? Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, why are we talking about that? Oh yeah, because of football. Right. Anyway, the, uh, <laughs> do you know that's what other thing? The crisp you go. Oh, that's, right, that's in my head. I go. That's enough. I've had enough. Oh. And my hand is like it just has oh, life yeah. itself. Yeah, it's crazy. It. And it's, it's unbelievable. I, I literally told myself I'm not having any more. And then like watching a replay of, uh, of Lukaku's <laughs> chance. And then if I finally find my hand, yeah, yeah. down, I've got a crisp. You just stop your own race, so stop it. Yeah, no. do, you, do you know what's awful as well, right? They'd say this at the time. Crisp right, we had, we, had about, we had about four or five bags, massive bags, right? And I had so many, right? And Dom had bought some uh, tangy cheese Doritos mm. and, and some salsa, yeah. right? And he, we poured some of them into the bowl, and then he put the bag on the side. <laughs> and, I, and then I noticed that he, like, the bag was on the side, and I was thinking... Well, pour, pour the rest in the bowl. <laughs> and I was, there was so, I was drowning in crisps. Yeah, I was still like, why isn't he putting that in the bowl? Why is he not sharing that? No, you weren't. It, it, it wasn't, 
I'm wrong here. I'm wrong. I was literally drowning in crisps. But I, it, crisps are so great that I was like, what's he doing? Why is he not... Is he, is he trying to keep them for himself? I mean, he paid for them, to be fair to him. There is. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, the game itself, uh, it was... Man United was schooled. They were schooled. Um, Mourinho... I mean, let's do what Mourinho wants us to do, which is not talk about the game. Uh, he was quick to to talk about the penalty that they uh, should have got. They were shit. Absolutely they were all, they, they were, I say Man United were awful. Man City were ace. More than anything. Yeah. Were they? Yeah. Uh, they were so dominated. comfortable. So, so comfortable in, in the game. It reminded me of the Champions League final 2010. 2010? Barcelona, Man United at Wembley. Where Man United, as good a side they were, they're in the Champions yeah, League yeah, final. Yeah. They looked rubbish. And it, was, it wasn't a second one... You know, in, in yeah, three yeah, years, yeah, yeah, and it felt very similar to that. They got absolutely dominated. But I don't know if, it, if I'm just looking for these things, but there, there's a few times on the counter attack where Man United had 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 them. Mm. Like they, they had them on strength and pace. They had them on had a chance. Lukaku had a great chance. That there were there were opportunities to get at Man City, That's true. and despite the domination, they they could they could have easily conceded a couple of goals. And we said so many times in this podcast, that, and we said that I remember saying at the time, space versus possession is exactly that. And I guess what's how do you, how can you balance up a game and go this team deserves to win or that team deserves to win when it's I guess there's there's a quality of kind of chances I guess. If yeah. I'm being kind, yeah, how exactly. many clear cut chances does Man City have? Yeah. This, this is to I be mean. fair, I just felt like they could they could they score but, and they wanted uh, to. Actually, to say that the last ten minutes they had so many chances. Did they? I yeah. can't remember. They really did. Right. They had so many chances. Who's City? Man City, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously Man United are going for it for a bit. But in the days that have been since, we've now got this, like, what is it? Watergate? Milk gate? Who's drinking milk? That is <laughs> a football game. It's quite stodgy to play on milk. Well, Why yeah. is there milk in uh, the, like, the Well, I'm guessing they're room. drinking it afterwards, not before. I know, it's still a bit Calcium, weird. Yeah, yeah. Repair. That's, must, be, must be one of the injured players. If... If well, the there's, because obviously there's, you know, there's lots of secrets here in this. It's an incredibly intense um, situation, milk Watergate. But who do you think? Who are you suspicious of? Who do you think is drinking the milk? Keeper, I think. <laughs> Edison. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I came out straight away. I was the braces. You mean? I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. It all seems a bit weird, isn't it? Why is it always like pizza and milk? Like, do not have a nutritionist? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza. I, mean, pizza. I mean, milk's all right, I guess. But pizza's a good one. When the is it Arsenal protein, though, isn't it? Pizza. Uh, do you know what I remember? I remember playing at university, right? And we, the next day we had a, an away game in in Leeds. I was in Sheffield, and the guys were like, "Oh, come round. We'll uh, we'll have we'll have pizza before the game. It's good carb loading, protein, stuff like that." And I was thinking, surely not. Okay. Anyway, we went round the Domino's <laughs> the night before the game. <laughs> the greasy. I well. felt horrible. Yeah. Yeah. From, well, and yeah. we, the other guys were it's awful as well. We were like, "Let's never do that again." Yeah, but it, they'd read somewhere that it was like it was good for you. I did the same thing. Well, Domino's advert was it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Guinness, yeah. remember back in the day. It's Chris Kamara was saying it was good. Strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I had <laughs> one before a half marathon in Liverpool. And, uh, yeah, a Domino's. I, I, I regret it. <laughs> yeah. Do you, with Mourinho really? in the in the last few days, it. the fact that he's done this is it kind of are we sort of reaching the stage that we've reached with Mourinho a few times when it's kind of he comes in. Oh, that's just Mourinho. Oh, God, well, the Premier League's not the same without him, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to a point where you go, you're a dick, aren't you? Yeah, I I, I, I've always liked Mourinho, but I'm a bit there now. It's like, because he was moaning about the way Man City celebrated. A load of people put the video of him celebrating into Milan's semi-final victory versus yeah. Barcelona on the pitch, going oh, in the oh, final. Oh, and, and then there's the Porto one against Man United. Yeah, of course there is. And then he's 
I mean, he's even got. He, did he do it on purpose just to piss someone off? Completely. Uh, completely. That this is it. It's, I mean, and we've we've fallen for it again, and we will always do that because it's a better talking point. But why does he do it though? The drop because we're not talking about the, the right. Man United the team. They play West Brom this weekend. But is that his genuine agenda? If it's right, I need to distract people. Does he really logically think it like that? Probably. Be a dickhead. Probably. Throw milk or something. One. One. You, not, I think home. he thinks you create a siege mentality. Two. You uh, discredit the opposition. And three, you you deflect criticism yeah. on your, yourself because you're con- you're getting them to concentrate. Isn't, isn't that on like something psychologically else? genius? Then yeah, it, 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 it is. Yeah. There's, there's a TED talk on vindictive like, deflecting attention. It's quite right. interesting. Does he run the workshop? You can Google it. What's that? Does he run the workshop? I don't know. He wasn't in it. But, what's, uh, <laughs> what's what's the main sort of taking point? So the main taking yeah. point is that yeah, you you can you you can choose what you you get what, what people focus on. Right. So that's the main main talking point. So it's similar, a similar thing. Very, very similar. But I think it gets to a point though, and it certainly happened. If you think of how he left at Chelsea, it got to a point where you were like, you saw it coming, and when you can see it coming so mm. much, you then go, "Come on, mate!" And I think he it doesn't he doesn't get away with it like he used to. No? Mm. I don't think you can. No. They'll win against West Brom. Everyone will have forgotten about it. That's tonight, yeah. is it? Uh, no, it's on uh, Saturday. Sorry, Sunday. They're probably playing tonight as well, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I just... Uh, it spoils it for me with him because he obviously is a good manager because he's been able to do what he's been able to do. You can't, you can't just do, do that, you know. You can't just have these Machiavellian tactics and then not have real tactics to back it up. But it, it makes me not want to like him. And that's annoying. That's mm. annoying. Um, Although I, now you've explained this, I've got a new family respect for It's a good panto. Like, I always moan about these these managers, but at the end of the day, if they did leave the Premier League, think about the ones we got. We have got Pep Guardiola, Jose Mourinho. Yeah, uh, is it Jose or Jose? It's Jose. It's Portuguese. Uh, it's Portuguese. The Clopatron, um, Arsene Wenger, Sean and, and, and I think Ante, um, Conte's a fantastic mm, yeah. manager. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it's good personalities, aren't they? Yeah, Mark Hughes and, and um, dynamic. What's his name? Homeboy. What's that? Doug's got a message from Homeboy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my, my flatmate. Oh, right. And, um, Bear? You call him Bear Homeboy? It's, it's just a little thing. Oh, because he's from home. It makes sense. Yeah. No? I was just thinking he's the least Homeboy-like person he I know. He is, yeah. Um, he let's is talk about Burnley. Sorry, that was my fault there. Distract, distracted by that. Uh, Burnley are in the top four currently. Champions that league. might change after t- tonight with teams winning. Mm-hmm. Um but okay, firstly, let's. I'll just go through a few stats. Burnley have taken six points from goals in the last ten minutes of their top-flight games this season. Only Man City have managed more. Ooh. Premier League games at Turf Moor this season have produced ten goals in nine games, five fewer than any other wow. ground. So they're keeping it tight, aren't they? Yeah. Definitely, they're, nick- they're nicking. But you wins, you said you saw it, Dom. I saw it all second half of it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, Burnley. I know we lost. I might sound bitter. So I don't know if I'm the best person to comment. But I thought they looked really average, Burnley. Yeah. Then they just nicked to go around the end. I was a bit like. It wasn't the best game, but it was a shit game. Hughes was not happy. He said something like along the lines of, "If anybody thinks Burnley deserve to win that, they've watched the wrong game. Something along their minds. They're deluded, or something like that." Yeah. I think he's getting back at the Stoke fans wanting his head. If, if 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 you think that any Burnley fan gives a shit, yeah. you're an idiot. I think yeah. I was more direct to the Stoke fans that comment, but they looked. I have not watched them much at all this year, but they look really average last night. I mean, not the, to take away from being fourth. I just if that's the tactics they're doing, I can't work out what they were doing unique that I don't know. Lull the, the opposition to a false sense of security that oh, they just shirt. Just keep it tight, don't they? 
Yeah, they do. They, they keep it the tight, amount of yeah. shots that they allow the opposition to have is incredible. Yeah. But they're, they're they're safe shots. Yeah, and there's so many bodies in the way. Yeah. It's yeah. it's something that they've been doing for a couple of years now. But it's how far can it take them? We look at Leicester and think like a few years ago, pre last you just dismiss it. Are you saying they can win the whole thing? No, but you kind of give teams a little bit more credit. They might be able to stick about purely because Leicester did. Yeah, yeah, potentially, but probably not. But yeah, I'd imagine, I'd imagine that it's, it's not, it's not sustainable because if you if you're winning by small margins every time, then you're going to drop points. Yeah, somewhere on the line, like last night, for example. Yeah, that could have easily been two points drop, couldn't it? Yeah, easily. I guess the comfortable, sorry, the the good thing for them is is being comfortable in defence. That's we didn't really. That's really impressive. That much. Yeah, we hit the post, but yeah. But there is, I'm surprised that this hasn't been a thing before. And, and do you know who I saw do it? Northern Ireland did it a lot. Definitely did it at the Euros. I remember them playing Germany and it was, it was insane. Because it was, it was just two banks of five. Yeah. Um, five yards between them. And they, and they defended between the lines of the 18-yard box. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? They're doing a little bit of championship this yeah. And it, it, makes, it makes total sense. If you, if you you know we can't we can't have the ball. What's the most important thing? Oh, that thing behind us, that goal. Yeah. Well, let's have them shoot from a bit further away. Yeah. yeah. Makes complete sense. We uh, this is weird. We did it with Life's a Pitch, to a point. Our, our team Famously. at university. Famously. And yeah. we we went the whole way. Sixty four. We'd never got out got out the group stage, and then we we won the whole thing. Sixty four teams. That was bizarre, wasn't it? But that it was, was down to the tactics. We were like, we'll let you shoot from quite far out, yeah, and yeah. we'll and we'll let our goalie deal with it, and yeah. it worked. Because our goalie was massive. Then middle five side goal. Yeah, he was huge. Six or seven. Uh, <laughs> So it, it, I'm intrigued to see how far they can go with it. The other thing they've got in their favour, certainly this year, is that any team, regardless of how well they're doing, even if they're, say, fifth in March, people are going to go, it's Burnley, we'll still have a go. And yeah, they'll yeah, always that, play yeah. into... Yeah. They'll always play You'll into You'll leave gaps because it, it's Burnley and they can't take advantage. We probably did it last night. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, just quickly on Stoke then because obviously they lost that game uh, 16 points they have taken from the opening 17 games the lowest at this stage of any Premier League season that they've had um, how long will is Hughes definitely it's done isn't it if you lose to West Ham I think so but I get the impression Coates is very similar to Gibson at Middlesbrough you know he's very very loyal of his managers and I, I don't think he will go actually if we lose to West Ham because Really? It's a pay, actually. This isn't match or pay, but this is one. Fans are just go, oh, he's got to go. Well, he's going to come in. Well, I don't know, it's not my problem, he's got to go. You that's, can't just do that. That's, that's the position Stoke Grinder yeah. is there. But that's, that's what we're having with QPR as well. Like, a few people go, like, what about Karanka or whatever? And then people great, go, do you know what winds me up when people go, uh, they go, it's not my job to find the, yeah. the, the, guy, the manager. You're, 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 happy to, you're happy to sack the manager. Yeah. Let's yeah. just not have a manager then. Yeah. That's just stupid. I, I don't know who there is. I, I said several weeks ago, if Sam Allardyce was definitely available to come to Stoke, I'd do it like that. He's been and gone. I don't think he'd come to Stoke anyway in hindsight. But the only one that would tempt me, if he was up for it, would be Martin O'Neill and Roy yeah. Keane. But I don't know if he'd stick about with Martin because he's missed a World Cup. It's four years ago to that. Comes round again. I, th- I think he's done a Euros. Right. I think that'd be not a bad part, actually. So, yeah, I, I, I'm happy for Hughes to go if the right person comes in, but... He just keeps sticking with a wing-back formation and it's fucking awful. Um, it, one quick article I, I found here. Um, the people who could replace, replace, uh, replace you. Karanka, Pulis, Mike <laughs> oh O'Neill. God. Michael O'Neill. Yeah, those, are the, those are the four. Gary O'Neill. Very dangerous O'Neill, Michael O'Neill, I think. Do you think? It's, it's a, a, it's a good different job. Animal. I it's know, but Jesus, what a job, though. 
yeah. get to get them that close, welcome and that well. The Euros is phenomenal. April and True. <laughs> Who's that? So, yeah, the one from the Turtles, the presenter. Oh, she, yeah, she's she hot. She's really hot, wasn't she? Yeah, she for cartoons, worth it. She's 10 to 1. <laughs> um, I'd give her. No. Graham Potter, he's been doing the rounds, but you know the team Arsenal yeah, drawn. Yeah, yeah. He awesome. used to play for Stoke in the mid to late 90s, midfield, and he's taken that Swedish team from the fourth division to winning the Swedish Cup, and they've got Arsenal in the Europa League. Oh, yeah. Just a random English player that did so so in the English League. Is, is the fact that he's called Potter, is that helpful? That's key. Mm. Is it? Potter the Potter. Well, he's, he's, he knows the club. <laughs> he doesn't. That's he's my, that's pay. He knows the club. The club what 20 years mean? ago in a different ground, different league. Yeah, different, yeah, yeah, completely different game of football. Yeah. But he knows the club. Yeah. That's that's what I like about him. Uh, yeah, same with... I mean, that goes on to what I want to talk about with QPR and Birmingham. And I can feel it in my stomach. What, that Holloway's on the edge? Yeah. Just not because... Not through any kind of logical thought process because if you actually look at the team and the squad the bulk of the players are playing better than last season mm-hmm. but the squad that he's got is so limited right? because it's a completely different wage structure in a league where so much money is being spent and in a club that's not had a good um, scouting system for a long time and that's something that he's massively trying to implement um, but the bottom line is and and it's so easy for people on Twitter to do it. Is to you know we haven't won an away game in seventeen. That's awful. Mm. That is awful. And it's, if we're playing Birmingham City this weekend, they've won two in eleven. If we can't, if we can't beat them, and if we lose to them, then I'm struggling to argue his case. Yeah. The difficulty with that is that Birmingham, like, although they're playing really badly, they've got a lot of talented players. Yeah. So if they if they get it right on the day, they will be they they could be a really good side. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I hope they... they is he doing don't. things in the background that make you think you almost put to one side performances on the pitch? Well, he is changing the youth system, he is improving the scout. Is he doing that thing that you can see long-term? He's definitely improving the scouting. The the, the, the age of the squad is, is so much better, it's so much younger. The, the, the players that he's bringing in, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it um, stupidly, in my opinion, and go, why isn't he getting bigger names? The reason he's not getting bigger names is because he can't afford their wages. And it's not... The actual way that QPR was was built and had been successful, and and it's you know you look at Brentford and that's how you should be doing it is finding these players on the cheap because we don't have the money of any of the other Championship teams. We've got an eighty million uh, pound fine hanging over our head. I don't understand your finances because you've always had this multi multi billionaire. So is he still there? Natal, yeah. But what's uh, he playing? Kind of. Does he care? Kind of, but he's just yeah, he hasn't been involved for a long, long time. It's so it? weird to have that wealth potentially behind you, but yeah, it's frustrating. Is he I don't know. I really don't understand it. He's rich, very, very rich, but he's not football no, no. dominate the league rich, is he? No. Uh, and also that they've written off so much money already, supposedly. He must be raging for He was like I've put some fucking money into this club and yeah, and he gets yeah. he gets absolutely just you know people just go get rid of him and that, you know coming back to your point yeah. people just go people just blindly go get rid of someone yeah either way it's it's really not helpful yeah and it's especially chairman you can't just replace chair you've got to I think you've got to step back with with your managers and go because there's always another season mm. and so for for QPR as a mid table team you're you're going to sway down to from 11th you're going to sway down to 16th 17th up to you know up to dreaming of 8th and then dreaming of the playoffs right so if you're as long as you're not in the bottom three I think you should you should stick with the manager 
And I also I always like what Holloway said when he was like, if as long as we move, as long as we finish higher in the league each year, we'll get to where we want to be. Mm. And and every year with us, prior to this time around, I guess, and we'll see, he's gone. You know, year on year, he's gone up. So for us, I believe. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. That we need to, he needs a good January. He needs to, I'm sure, I hope he understands that we need some quality and some spark. And I hope he gets brings that in, in in January. You know, a Fraser Campbell when he like mm. made that huge difference. There's a, like Casey Palmer last year. Those kind of players. If you can bring in a couple of those, he's got the spirit and the work rate elsewhere to get us moving in the right direction. But then the problem with Holloway is he's created. It's the good side and the bad side of him is that he's so passionate and he speaks in a way. That makes people laugh, but then you can use that. That's a rod for your own yeah, back, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And so his the reputation is always yeah. going to look bad. But against Leeds, we were so bad. So I'm I'm very very worried. Anyway, uh, five live. Yeah, I talked to us, Craig. So I was at work yesterday, and um, Elliot from Bearpit TV, the Stoke channel, that I, I helped with or whatever, said, "Do you want to go on five live tonight?" I said, "Yeah, go then." I said, "Yeah, why not?" So the producer of the show rang me about five and said, if Stoke lose tonight, we're going to want... The narrative's going to be Hughes out, really, isn't it? Because we want a Stoke fan to come on. What's your current stance on it? Um, do you want him gone? Who do you want in, et cetera, et cetera. Gave all that information. Said, okay, if Stoke do... Alexandria, yeah. If Stoke do lose, we'll give you a bell around 10 o'clock-ish to speak to... Is it Clarijin Pugac? Is that yeah. his name? Mark yeah. Pugac. Mark Pugac. Mark bizarre Pugac. name, isn't it, that? Yeah. I'm here, like, what? It is a bizarre name. Pugac. Anyway, like Jeremy so yeah. Stoke conceded in the last minute. I thought, oh, I was good about that. And then I went back watching telly. I thought, oh, shit, if I'm ever going to call me in a minute. Got the nervous. And then the phone went about, it, it, 10 kind of came and went, quarter past 10, probably. they must not need me, whatever. What's that? You do it for a living. I don't, I don't know. Oh, it's different though. It's like, that's hundreds of thousands of people, isn't it? It was just weird. Yeah, because I, I did do, we do this every week and a few it's stuff for Stoke one. See. So 10 past, 10 came, I've got it on my phone, a quarter past come, and then it, it rang, no caller ID. I thought, oh shit, this is the big boy, this is it. 
answered it and it was a lady said, hey, we've just got Hughes on the background, been interviewed now, you can hear him, I can hear him in the background. When Hughes' interview finishes, we're going to bring in um, Pugach. And just start speaking that's naturally. Okay. That's awesome. I was fucking on edge. Uh, oh shit! Don't oh, stutter. Don't you really like really aware of your mouth? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not a yellow one. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I was on. I think I spoke for maybe. So is that on minutes. the podcast? On I've the got it on on my phone. I found it. I found my clip. Really? Yeah. Go on, play it. Do you want it? Yeah. You don't want all of it, though, do you? Just a bit of it. I found a little just bit. Just a little bit. Um, you found a clip. It's it's on the podcast. It's called. Yeah, the Five Live Daily, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I listen to it. I listen to it often. Yeah, incredible. So we yeah. tempted, we tempted to, to overdo it just for the yeah, just rant it out. <laughs> well, radio. it'd be like a bloody thingy bob from Arsenal fan TV. It's going mental. Yeah, uh, could have done, should have done maybe. It's a funny phrase, isn't it? Thingy bob. A bit of any American listeners, does that make sense when we say that? Thingy bob. Thingy bob. I say it. Greg, loves it. Thingy bob. Right, I'm trying to find it now. Yeah. Um, but keep failing. Because if you if you were to um. If you were to really go for it on one of those things and like 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 cry and stuff like that, <laughs> then, yeah, then yeah. you'll be on the BBC website, wouldn't you? Mm. Like Stoke Fan breaks down. Yeah, you could have stitched up Elliot as well. Um, what's, what's your name? Elliot. Thank you very much, Steve. Yeah, and then done the round. Here we are then. We finally get him matched it after coming last season, and he's just been completely dropped. And when he does play him, it's usually on front on his up front on his own, and that is baffling. He's not the sort of player that can play up front on his own. He needs to play the crowd to somebody, and he's been completely bombed out of the squad. And that's one of my biggest frustrations with Hughes. We chased this guy for you know two, three seasons, spent twelve million on him. The second we get him, it just he, he dropped. Which is just exactly what we were talking about with Sean Dyche. When you know you bring a player in, it should be for a specific role, and it should be able to. To be able to fit into that side, you know the character. But, yeah, you, exactly, yeah, you, yeah, you don't seem to. Craig, that really, seem to happen, no. really good call, Craig. Thank you very much indeed. Big game this weekend. So, no, that's not. Really, it's uh, longer than that, but you don't want to listen to it all day. Yeah, really good call, um, Craig. Yeah, really good call, Craig. Yeah. 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 Claridge sucking you off as well. It's yeah, 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 always a dream of mine. Always like that. Dreams do come true. He's been, he's been at Stoke, he's been everywhere. He'd do a job up front with Barry and you. Yeah, he would. He would. And then Tom, the producer, texted me after and said, "Good call, Craig. Cheers." And that was the end of that drama. Amazing. Yeah, loved it. Is Worked it? with Pugach. Did you? Mm. Did you? Yeah. Seems right. Nice. Seems yeah, seems fine. That was me. Fantastic. Was no, well done. No. Cheers. That's the story, that. Um, I'm going to do football turn on, then I'm going to go into Rio Ferdinand, slash football's greatest captains. What minute uh, really? Huh? Just check what minute we're on. Okay. Why are you so concerned with the time of your time? Dom's going to get off. All right. What's happening so I don't want to keep um, Dom too I late. Need to, I need to get home for eight. Okay. That's fine. When you get Should to 39 with me? Yeah. Okay, we've got ages. Right, here we go. Football turn-on time, right? The only decent bit of QPR versus Leeds at the weekend. And and you see this around the grounds, I'm sure. There'll be a smile on your face when I tell you. Uh, There was an announcement. And I haven't heard this before, actually. Mm -hmm. There was an announcement from Paul Morrissey, who does the announcements at QPR. And he goes, uh, announcement for Leeds United fans. And everyone went, hey! Uh, There will be no alcohol sold at half time Ooh. that was it and it was brilliant <laughs> you go like Way! and then we're like you're not drinking anymore you're not drinking anymore and then it was like we drink what we want we drink what we want and did you so you could drink still yeah that's harsh isn't it I don't know why that is a bit harsh they must have been no trust lack of trust yeah. yeah disappointing for Leeds but uh, I like I like it when something happens and then there's that quick fire, right? Get the chant, get it out mm. there. Yeah. And and when it's good like that, Reactive. you're not drinking anymore. Like when Brilliant. there's an announcement, say the away fans, the the train to wherever's not working anymore, or it's, it's broke down. Sure. 
and then they, they can't no, get home. No, yeah. Travelling yeah, anymore. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you get that out straight away, don't you? I was yeah. in Man United one taxi and they announced that the trains to London had all been cancelled or oh. something or other. So they get loads of stick the Glory Hunter thing if you all live in London. So if you oh, want to yeah. go home tonight or something like that. Yeah. And it was, it was just, it was fantastic. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah it's just wonderful. <laughs> it was just great, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Craig. Great call. Rio, <laughs> so Rio Ferdinand, I, I got to meet him last, when was it, Thursday, and we were, yeah, we chatted to him about leadership and being a captain, and also him, he's got a new uh, clothing brand, which he's done with Sports Direct, won't talk about Sports Direct, because, yeah, I mean, uh, they are into slave labour, mm, but, good. not a fan of that myself. the video went out today on Ball Street, uh, I uh, encourage you to go and watch it, subscribe whilst you're there. Uh, if you you know if you don't already, and I found it was a really interesting chat. Dom uh, watched the video uh, yesterday with me. Craig, I'm sure you'll be watching it. That's my journey home plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So is that in your, in your diary? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Metaphorically, yeah. metaphorically, yeah. sure. Um, but he talks about leadership, and uh, it was interesting. I said, "Who was the best leader?" And I said, "Leader." I didn't say captain. Yeah. And he said, "Who do you think he said?" <laughs> he said, "What rubbish that?" Um. Rio Ferdinand, Man United, I'll give you a clue. Uh, go on, give us a clue. Man United. Oh, sorry, that was the clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carriage. Carrick? I'm trying to think someone out, out of the box. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Think, no, no, no. Think, no. think in the box. Think in the well, box. Well, Vidic, then. No, not in the box, actually. He's not in the box. The cl- think oh, further oh, in the box. Think box to box. Think box to box. And later in the career, just sitting in front, uh, away from the box. Carrick. Roy Keane! I didn't want to say something too obvious. That just seems so obvious. But it did, but. I always think with the with the battle between Roy Keane and Fergie, no. you've got to make a call, and the easy call is to go Fergie, isn't it? He was the leader, yeah. and all that stuff. But he went Roy Keane, and I thought, well done. <laughs> had a bit of bollocks there. I was saying that it's interesting because you know the way it ended with Roy Keane at uh, Manchester United, the way he's kind of behaved since when mm-hmm. it's t- to do with all that. And generally, everyone gets picked Fergie, don't they? Yeah. As leader, and he said Roy Keane. I thought that was interesting. I'm, I'm waiting for Roy Keane to do something great in management. To really give him that kudos, that because he seems to have a bit of a thing with Fergie. Well, he's he's, no, he's young enough to go back into manager, isn't he? But it's the Fergie Roy Keane kind of thing at the moment. They don't really like each other. No. And as long as Roy Keane keeps spouting about Fergie, I'm kind of like, well, you need look what he's done. You can't really yeah. argue against that. That's incredible. That in the documentary Vieira and uh, Roy Keane, and the guy goes, "Who's the best?" I think Gabriel Clark. Says, oh, yeah, who's, yeah, yeah. Who's the best manager you ever played on? And he goes, Brian Clough. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like. Not Fergie? <laughs> yeah. I answered your question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you asked me a question, I answered it. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, 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 and considering Brian Clough was fully into alcoholism at that moment yeah, in time, he got the there's a story around. about him being found in his dressing room, sort of crying his eyes out, having drunk another bottle of whiskey, and Roy, he kind of found him, and, and mm. Brian Clough saying, just please don't tell anyone about this. That was the best manager, not Fergie. Yeah, not the, I mean, the greatest manager in the history of the British game. I love that. Uh, uh, it led me on to, uh, I love captains. I love great captains. Mm-hmm. And dying breed. Aside, are they a dying breed? First of all, it's a good question. Do you want me to answer that? Yes. Um, well, if you look at the cliche captain, you're looking at, what, John Terry, Tony Adams, Carragher, Stephen Gerrard. Who are the best captains out there right now? You want me to trust that again, do you? I mean, anyone can. Yeah, yeah, so let's open to the floor. Okay. Um, I, the name that came out to be straight away was Vincent Company. Yeah, that's the one yeah, 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 yeah. I had in my mind as a standard captain. Yeah. 
And after that, vocal. you struggle. Like, is it Kay? who's the captain of Chelsea? Is it Kale generally when he plays? Yeah. Henderson at Liverpool. <laughs> no, no chance, surely not. All the Varel, is it? I know, Lloris is Spurs. Yeah, Arsenal, true. it's... It's everyone, isn't it? Who is it? Who is this? Wenger. Team of captains, isn't it? Koscielny. It's true, there's not many is the, leaders out there. But it, it's part of the problem that you don't have Mark to Noble. be... Mark he's Noble. A he's a good captain. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's part of the problem that you can't be a hard player anymore, and that's what you generally people saw as a good captain. Yeah, back in the day it was, wasn't it? Well, being Tony Adams, John Terry, those kind of players. But now... They're just those those kind of players don't exist well, because Bobby actually Moore. your your centre backs are playing like full backs now. Bobby yeah. Moore for for back in the day was probably the anti born in the anti captain. I imagine for what the cliche was at the time because he wasn't exactly a big tough tackler. He was quite yeah, an true. elegant defender, wasn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. I bet at the time it's a bit unusual for a captain to be so well respected like that. Yes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, he'd fit in nowadays as the modern day captain wouldn't he Bobby Moore would you prefer your captain to be centre back or centre midfield centre midfield interesting yeah why because they're closer to everything like box like your your, your box to box uh, sideline to sideline like Roy Keane Roy Keane sort of player like they're, they're always going to be able to like captain fantastic so, yeah mm. exactly exactly we... yeah and then they're going to be able to like see be be next to every single player at a pitch at some point. Yeah. And be able to give them a few words here and there. Mm. That's my view on it. I always struggle with corners and stuff. David Beckham as a captain for England. I didn't get that. Well, Ferdinand talks about that. Yeah, he yeah, talks yeah, about that. As an unlikely leader, and he he inspired through performance. Did he? Mm. And he did. I think he did. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was really. I think if you if you can have a chance at home just give it a listen because it's, it's interesting I, the, the one thing that I um, I picked up on was when he when he said his leadership and what he did in the um, in the dressing room mm. and how he said that he didn't want to overload people with um, with messages I won't spoil all of it yeah. <laughs> but uh, essentially he would just um, he'd just give one or two buzzwords which would um, which would almost prime their mind going into battle mm. of what they need to do what their job is and what they've got to stick to and leading on to actually what we said right at the start of the podcast about his lip um, he, he later, when he's talking about that, he says, uh, I remember being spoken to by my coaches and they gave us so much inf- information. And then he said the word frazzled. And, uh, <laughs> frazzled, yeah. and it just didn't come out right. And I was thinking, wow, this is, this is fascinating. And then the spell was broken when he said frazzled. <laughs> you clown. Yeah. And I, was, I remember I was frazzled. <laughs> I, took, I took it, um, I, took, I wanted to take it in the office today, like go in and use it, say a couple of words to people as they went past. <laughs> just like, solar seam now, expenses. <laughs> get Milk, <it> two sugars. Let's <laughs> get it in their minds, you know? Yeah. Get it done. Um, and I, last question on captains what's, uh, what's worse, a goalkeeper or a striker as a captain? Oh, a goalkeeper. Really? Isn't it? Isn't it? When I think goalkeeper yeah. captains, I think Lloris and I think Dino's off and I think Buffon. And I quite like that. I didn't like Schmeichel as a captain. No? Because he had why. the attributes potentially big. He was so mouthy, wasn't he? But he was a nutter, though, wasn't he? He was a bit of a... He's a dick, isn't he? A bit Schmeichel. Yeah. I generally get the idea that he's a bit of a dick. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, strikers are just kind of... It always felt like a, a vanity thing. Either, at either end, goalkeeper or, or striker. It's a good point, actually, because you probably can't... Because strikers, most strikers, won't, see, won't be able to get... Speak to everyone on the pitch, will they? They'll be isolated from the left back or the right back. But a goalkeeper may be able to at corners, for example. But yeah. the forward won't be, he'll be left up there on his own. I remember going to St George's and watching England train, and Joe Hart was incredible in terms of like how loud he was. And I was like, wow, like, I can see him being 
captain of England because he really did just constantly organise them. He had mm. this incredible bellowing voice. And they can see everything, can't they? Yeah, exactly. You can see that pattern in place and you can help like keep people in, in possession. But yeah, I, I like a centre-back as a captain. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Uh, right, uh, pet hate, Craig. And then fans' questions, then we need to get a live chat. Sharp. Maybe you should crack on here. Uh, pet hate, so I've thought this for years and years and years and years. I don't know, I've never said it's a pet hate. But you listen to the radio, so I was listening to the Everton-Liverpool game. I'm sorry, I was driving to yours, Jack. Mm-hmm. Commentary starts. He goes, oh, welcome to Anfield. We are. It's a, it's a cold day. Okay, anyway, so the game's about to start. Liverpool shooting left to right. Well, what stand are you sitting in? <laughs> I'm just mean, I don't know yeah. what way they're shooting. That's a good point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That is that a means good point. I can't visualise anything. <laughs> what stand are you saying? It's from, it's from, it's from what they have from the viewpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say so what stand you're in, then hope I know that stand, yeah. and then maybe. And where's the cameras? Because that's how I know the ground. Yeah. 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 It's just like, well, it doesn't give me anything. I can't visualise anything there. <laughs> it doesn't help. Yeah. I mean, I guess you've just got to create one. It's like when you're reading so a book, I, you just decide what they look like. Don't you? Yeah. I love listening to radio. I do like this good, yeah. yeah. It's it's, I think that. it's something comforting because I, I know yeah. used to have Sky when I was little and, that, and to listen to it, but it yeah. and description as well, like it does conjure it up in your own head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you a can good be a commentator, well. hard to find though. Yeah, it? it's yeah. an incredible skill being a good commentator. Harder mm. than hard, harder to find than a, than a good captain. Yeah, nice. I sometimes pretend when you're watching a game, so I think, oh, if I was a commentator, how would I do it? And you do it in your mind. Yeah, but it's so hard. Because you're always conscious of the gaps in between you speaking. I, and then you're like, well, should, do I need to speak? Nothing's happening. But they are. I remember coming back panicking. from travelling and didn't have a job, so I had a bit of time to, to go. <coughs> and I recorded myself and I put England, Ireland, 1990 World Cup. It was on ESPN one Classics. One. Was, yeah, it was. It was 1-1, yeah, yeah. And um, mm. Lineker shat himself. And I, I tried to commentate the first half. It was so tough. I mean, I was on my own, didn't have a co-commentator, yeah. which is part of it, but... That's key. Yeah. It was really difficult, and you do start to get a bit cliche and a bit yeah. kind of like, your voice gets a bit funny. Yeah. It's really, it is a, it is a real, real skill. Uh, fans' questions? Um, so this one's from Dale, LOFC Halls, late Orient fan, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Boxing Day games, good traditional massive annoyance because of lack of trains. Love it. National League have got in, have got in right. I think it got it right. You get your closest team on Boxing Day and New Year's, so we played Dagenham two times that's over right. six days. What you reckon? That's, I didn't know they did yeah, that. That's, that's true. That's and they, day, they, try and, they try and do it for the, the fixture list as much as possible mm. in, the, in the leagues. Um, and we, we're, we're, we're we very, very fortunate. Chelsea. Yeah, you got Mill on the 29th. It's fucking Mill. We, we, we're very, very fortunate. We, we almost always get the 26th um, at home. Almost always. Really? Yeah, it's incredible. We, yeah, we haven't had it at we home rarely for ages. Maybe that's why. Yeah, we always play alternate, don't we? Yeah, yeah. And, but on that, that point, I, I know I'm going to go see um, Aldershot versus Woking because they're the same, same sort. It's the same game. You know, they have the local derbies mm, yeah, yeah. on the Christmas and the New Year's period. I think that's it's, it's smart, isn't it? Yeah, it makes sense. I didn't yeah, know they yeah, do yeah. that. It's no arm, is it? Mm. But, but Boxing Day Good games point, in though. general, um, a massive tradition. That is my Christmas day. Is the Boxing Day game? I love the Huddersfield away this year. I'm I so excited. It. How does feel? On the bus with the lads. Yeah. Oh, you tend. We've got, Turkey we've sandwiches. Got, we've got Villa yeah. at home uh, and it's the evening as well. It's going to be great. I can't wait. But that's, <laughs> a, that's a good point. And I think that's a great... Uh, great question. Great Thank question, you. Dale. And um, another one we had from... If you're listening, mate, actually, just quickly, because you're late Orient fan, you yeah. might be too yeah. young. Uh, we had um, Steve-O the Madman. He's, like, he's, um, he's massive on Snapchat, this guy. But he used to play for... He used to play for late Orient. And so I'd wonder... I'd love to know what he's, how he's regarded. Steve the Madman. Yeah. Let me know. And and I'd love to know how um what the mood is amongst fans at Leighton Orient at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. Because they're obviously a, 
a very established league club, and now they're now they're in the, the conference. Is yeah. he still there? Do you his name now. The, the I Italian think he's gone fella. Now. Is he he's gone? gone. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Banter Panda. Ah, there he is again. Good so, man. What do you think about foreign fans in comparison to local ones? Kick him out. Are local fans better in the better than the ones from across the world? I.e., are foreign pla- fans plastic? Foreign fans plastic. Craig, you can answer this one because you've spoken about this on the podcast I'm gonna before. I'm going to I just think when you see someone coming to support your t- when the thing is no foreign fans come to support Stoke it's coincidentally it's always the most glorious teams isn't it yes so these fans like because they get so much coverage I think that's probably part of it and we're we're living in a in a world where kind FIFA of. is such a big deal and when you're playing FIFA you're not going to play small teams but let's say let's say QPR randomly yeah. run TV in China all the time yeah. mm. I still don't think that you get that much attachment they still go to the Man United and stuff wouldn't they possibly uh, that's my theory with Arsenal is that sign of YouTube and and yeah. The internet became a lot bigger in sort of 2005, 2006, 2007. And at that time, if you were picking a team, and this is what I would do, I mm. think, if I had to pick another team, I'd go, who's good but not there yet? Yeah. I'll pick Arsenal, brilliant. Because they've, oh, what, they've won all these things? Brilliant, it's on the They way. were there, though, in, and, but and, yeah, yeah. Well, not, not... 2005? Four, five, six, no. They were Just the tail end of decent success. Yeah, I guess, sorry, you're right, you're right. Um, but yeah, and I think that's what happened. A lot of fans went, oh, I'll pick them because it's a bit of a journey. I, I struggle. Got, say, say I met away at Man United as a Stoke fan and I see a fan that's come over from wherever in the world for one game versus Stoke I struggle to have that same banter or connection with that fan than I do someone that lives around the corner who's been going there for years and years and years and years it's interesting I, when I see a guy with a Swedish flag and he's a QPR fan or a Norwegian flag I think I like that because they've gone to like stupid lengths to support yeah. of all due respect a team that's not half as glamorous as like, like that's, that's I respect that for some reason, because why? Of course, we respect why they chose QPR. We've got a Norwegian yeah. brand. But if you if you live in why. India, then yeah. it, you can't get like, as much as you'd want to. You can't get to QPR. Well, what about your local know. team though in India? I, I don't think the infrastructure's there. It's not as impressive. I always respect like in the Irish League, the Republic of Ireland League. They get reasonable crowds, not okay, massive, yeah. but two, three thousands. I respect them guys. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm going to support Man United, Liverpool, as quite a lot of Irish fans do. Yeah, they stick they're to probably that. Spoke, probably a lot of them support like the United or Celtic as well, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think if what as a football fan, if you can, that's what I probably like about it. I, I'd be fine to do that as a, a fan of an Irish team, as long as you can feel it. Yeah, and that, it feels that, intense, and they're then, missing out on something there. The, the tragedy is they, they might be attached to certain glories of, of the big teams, but they are missing out on something that's very unique about supporting your local team. Interesting. Uh, good questions, yeah, guys. Good. Let us know what you want us to talk about next week. It's time for live chat. One more quickly as well. We missed. 4 4 fucking 2 we just said, who would win a fight, Mourinho or Guardiola? Uh, I think Mourinho would win. I think, I think Mourinho would win. Gouge his eyes out, wouldn't he? Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolute yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, that is, yeah. Sorry. Sorry for listening. You heard that. Uh, I tried to look away, but anyway, for live chat, uh, let's get into it. So we're going to talk about slang at school, returning to universities. Is that you, Craig? Yeah, that's me, yeah. I'm going to put a song in the background. Fair. Food <laughs> victories, fuck you franchises, Dom is now ripped, by the way, and my insomnia. Um, should I kick off my insomnia? Can you? I didn't yeah. know you had this. Um, um, well, it's a short-lived thing. Um, fam's in, uh, why not say where she is? I don't know why. She's, all, well, she's in India, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know why I care. Uh, with work, oh, yeah. and I, I, uh, I have to... You know, fend for myself, and I cannot sleep. Is that just because she's not there, or in general? It's because she's not there. Right. Because somehow she just it turns it it turns me off. 
her being there, and I get into bed. That <laughs> turns you off. Yeah, and I'm just turning. Yeah, I hope she's listening, baby. I hope you're listening to this because I get into bed. I get into bed, and she's there, and and I know instantly. Turned off. I'm turned off. Ironically, I think I sleep better. When <laughs> I think I sleep better when he's not there. Stretch out. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I find myself. I I also there's there's too much option now. Before I probably would have enjoyed that, but now I like. I know my I know my side. Whereas when she's not there, I go I go on the diag, and then it just doesn't feel the same, and it's weird, and I just like I'm just, I'm turned on, if anything. Yeah. So as soon as she's there, turned off. Turned off. Interesting. So yeah, stru- really struggling to sleep. It'd be interesting to know. Listen to think, uh, an audio book. Yeah. Dracula. Yeah, I could see it. Phenomenal. Yeah. Wind in the Willows is another good one. Yeah. What? And that'll make you go to sleep? Yeah, yeah you drift off. Yeah. It's so relaxing. You listen to it. Dracula's I mean, so creepy. Read a, read like, oh, baby God. Story. I'll <laughs> send you the link because I, I told Dom to as well because I did Work it once. Me, yeah. it's, it's, I'll send you the link. It's uh, so creepy. Flav was saying maybe hypnosis might be one to yeah. do as well. Or milk. It's a nice theme from the last podcast. Oh, right. The radio's um, got uh, some. Yeah, well, maybe that's why they were. You're having it. Slang at school. Last week we said that we were going to talk about it. Yeah. Little little bits of slang that I think most schools have a kind of unique stuff. So if you have, if you had unique uh, slang at school, or if you're at school at the moment and there's some weird words that are just doing the rounds, mm-hmm. uh, let us know because uh, that'd be interesting. And with a definition of the word. Yeah. Um, should we kick off, Tommy? Um, can you remember any words that were kind of big? Buff. Big. <laughs> buff. Um, yeah, buff. Th- so. I remember there'd be a few times where you'd speak with people from other schools and, and they would bring, there would be words that they're using that you're not. Yeah. Like butters. Yeah, butters, yeah, yeah, butters. But they, that's really prevalent. So, uh, prevalent was never used. <laughs> no, no, yeah, true. We, uh, so, butters is like, yeah, butters is ugly. Yeah. Uh, buff never is. Never You've never heard buff? I've ne- no, butters, butters, butters. Oh, right, right. Okay. I assume buff is good looking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Buff too. Well, they're also slang which is different in different dialects. Like, um, butte, like some people, like a posh person down here will use we use the word butte. They're from like a, a boarding school. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and they'll, they'll say they'll say, oh, he's she's a bit. What a butte. butte. Yeah, yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then if you in, in Liverpool, they mean it in a negative way. Really? Yeah. yeah butte Do they? means are oh, you butte? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Um, th- this might be good if you attempt to, uh, to attempt to define the words that we're saying. So yeah, go on. Is one. Because you two went to school together. Yeah, we went to school together. Dom and Jada. So I'll, I'll say the word. Dom, a little test for you, I guess. You can do the definition once Craig's had a okay. guess. Genic. Clever. Wrong. Mm. It's disgusting. Yeah. Genic. So genic meant, it, it meant unhygienic. Yeah, it's the opposite. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay, it makes it's hard sense. to get. It's, like, it's a bit like, we might do it again, I don't know. What? Allow. Allow, yeah. What's allow? Allow? Yeah. yeah. Do you allow someone to come to your house? No, you do not allow them to come. No. Yeah. Yeah, allow means to not allow something. Yeah. You allow, allow that. Like, as in leave it. Yeah. Oh, allow. As in no, allow. Allow. Allow touching my but allow is a word, isn't it? Already. Allow. Yeah, it is a word already. Yeah. So you just yeah. slang, in the slang In the slang sense, it, it, almost, it almost turns it the way around. Let's, let's put it into a sentence. Dom, uh, do you want to come around my... No, no, should we, should we go to the park to play football? No, allow that. Nice. No, yeah. <laughs> okay, which is, bizarre, is odd, isn't it? A bit bizarre. And um, just with genic, there was also genic smells, which is if, if yeah. something smelled bad, genic yeah, smells. Genic smells. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else was that? Fence. Fence. Yeah. What's fence. fence? What do you think fence was? Um, to I don't know. Get get rid of somebody. Someone to go away or not to be close to somebody. That's yeah, nice guess. Nice it's guess. Wrong. Completely wrong. It's definitely wrong. Um, fence. fence. And and I. 
<laughs> I my definition is probably wrong here, but right, fence means ugly. Right? Yeah. Someone with an ugly face. And the definition that I got from someone was, Alex McGregor, was that uh, fence was, uh, so why'd you, why'd you say fence? And they went, well, because they look like a fence. <laughs> right, just talking about that. Not as in like they're offensive. Right. No, but yeah. they look like a fence. I didn't realise that. No, I wasn't aware <laughs> That's of that. what he said. He might have been joking I've just clung on to it all these years. I think but he probably was. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Just got the net. Um, um, anyone? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if there's any... I mean, um, you were saying last week, saves. Saves, saves on aren't they? Ligging? Ligging? Ligging. No. I can't guess. What's guess? a ligging? It's, a, it's, it's something. It's something. It's something. Um, saves on the ligging. Think about it. Yeah. Two's on that ligging. Two's on that ligging, yeah. <laughs> so if I'm saying to you, two's on that ligging. If I say to you, two's on that ligging, bro. <laughs> like, what would you, uh, what would you think? Yeah. I don't what know. What might I say? What's my after? What are you trying to get? I don't know. No? I want half your cigarette. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'd like I'd like oh, half sorry. of your cigarette. Yeah. Upset, yeah. Got any licks? Licks? Are they new licks? Trainers. Yes. Then how you catch it? Yeah. Know that one. Just in time. Yeah. What did you know? Um, do you remember Pogs? No, it's not one, is it? Uh, no, no. The game Pog. Yeah, 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 yeah. What did you call the the big thick one? Um, slammer. Slammer, right? No one I, I knew ever called it what we called it outside of my school. We called it a keeny. Oh, well, Keeney, yeah. Did you call it Keeney? Yeah, Keeney, Keeney. It's the first time someone said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? No, no, no. We used to call it Keeney. I don't remember. I remember one, a gold one I had, a gold Keeney, yeah. Was it a good one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Won some battles with that, did you? Oh, God, yeah. And that's all. I, that's all I can think of right now. Yeah, I'm trying to think of more, but that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any more, Craig? Um, any slang? I'm struggling to remember. I didn't really prep for this section. But you, you, you two filled it out nice. This is fine. Fair enough. Uh, well returning to universities. I went to university mm. yesterday to do a presentation in front of a seminar oh, about my. Um, we try and recruit volunteers to come and help us. So I went to a, a seminar to present the service in front of all the students and stuff. And it's Shepherd Allen? No, not, sorry, not that. I went to oh, the University to of West London. Right. That's in Brentford, isn't it? There's two campuses. One's okay. in Brentford, one's in Eden, but I went to the Eden branch. And it was so cool being in, in the university campus again. Um, I went into the, the library, and there's so many things, you just, oh God, this was so cool just to come back here. And we're walking through it, and walking through like the union bit, the barn, it was like one in the afternoon on a Tuesday, and people were just there getting pissed with pints. I like, really? That I was go, life, I gotta go back to work yeah, in a minute. I wonder how similar it is now to when we went to university. It's digital now, isn't it? It's, digital. it's very digital. Yeah. I did go into the library for these books taking a lot of space. Something yeah, what a waste of time, yeah. yeah. Get, get, some, get some AI in here. Artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah it could do. Yeah. But yeah, it was just weird, and I instantly missed it for oh, the the days. Did you enjoy presenting back at uni? Or? Yeah, it was quite yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because we come around the room, we got in there, and the, the lecturer lady, it's literally when we stepped in the room, she says, Right, on you go then. Really? And like, Oh, fuck it, we, we could have the PowerPoint loaded wow. up. Wow. Ridiculous, yeah. Come yeah. a long way, any crazy. Yeah, I enjoyed it though. It was good. Well and one more fact good. Freddie Mercury went to University of West London, yeah. and there's a cafe in the campus room called Freddie's Cafe. Why? Because he went to that one, they just named after him. Right. And he loved coffee. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I don't know, probably. Uh, food victories. Sure, Fuck you, franchises. So when I was getting a haircut in Westfield on Monday, I really fancied uh, falafel wrap. I'm on a bit of a falafel wrap thing about it. Can't, can't get it dry. Yeah. You know if you get the yoghurt and the mint sort of sauce. Oh yeah, good yeah. point. Anyway, so in Westfield, it's full of your little kind of modern food stores and stuff. Six pounds, six fifty, mm. seven quid for a falafel wrap. I thought, that is just going to fucking destroy my week if I spend money on that. And I hunted that. I walked and walked and walked around Shepherd's Bush, got on for two fifty. 
Do you think anyone's like, no, that's cheating? 
generally people are, like it's like press ups, isn't it? The cheap police. Everyone's on everyone's on on guard, ready to kind of go. Yeah. That's that's, that's not correct form. Yeah. All the way down. Right, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about gym stuff very soon. Um, but that is your life chat. That That's is great lot. touch for a big lad. That is your lot. Absolutely, Dominic. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you listen the whole way to the end, you're better than the rest of them. Can okay. they do that for many tweeters in a word to say they got to the end? Yeah, you do if you got to, to the end, absolutely. Tweet us on at GT4ABL. Follow us whilst you're there with the word... Buff. Cardio. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cardio. Yeah. Cardio. Yeah. Um, and we'll give you a mention on the next week's podcast. Yes, we'll, yeah, we'll say thank you. That's really um, important. Advice for the week, Tom? Well, do you know what? I've just been completely stunned because I've been playing for four months. But, um, <laughs> no, I think, uh, I guess, I'll just, just draw back to your one uh, last week of making sure you go to the checkout prep and getting some filtered so coffee. Like and, and, listen, and watch the Rio Ferdinand um, uh, documentary, that uh, documentary film. Yeah, a bit both. Did. Yeah. Um, uh, any advice, Craig, with a haircut? I thought, oh, I wasn't thinking that. I thought Dom had got that covered. Yeah, any, any advice with a haircut? Mm. Do it quite regularly because it loses its shape quick. There you go. I'll leave it to you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.